Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Breaks Radio via The Breaks Media. Be real as sellers King should. Your number one radio show for anything hip-hop related. You know, I'm your co-host, Ralph, but I'm not alone. You know who I'm with. Introduce yourselves, people. This is Johnny. What's cracking? And this is Hayes. What's going on, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to WTMH Radio as well as Wild Dogs Radio. And if you catch, you know, don't catch us live when we uh, broadcast. We're on all major streaming platforms. But we got to get straight to it, people. T.I. dropped an album last Friday. Time Trap, his 10th studio uh, release. Um, somewhere to do between 25 and 28K. Uh, that's what it was reported. So I think it's like 17 on the Billboard charts, which is not, you know, bad. You know, everybody's used to number one releases. But, uh, fellas, what are our initial thoughts about this album? This may be T.I.'s best album. This may be T.I.'s best album from from an artist standpoint. Like, I, I enjoy his first album probably the most. But I mean, like, from a listening to music standpoint, like, the way this all came together, it's crazy that, what, 15 years in the game, he released an album that is of this quality. I think this may be T.I.'s best album. There you go. That's my hot take. Okay. <laughs> um, The Dime Trap is... It's it's a great album. This is a great ass album. For somebody who doesn't well, T.I. articulates himself well. <laughs> but he doesn't finish a lot of his words, but I can still understand him. And the way that he rap like I like the way that he raps. Um it's interesting that we're getting a lot of seasoned MCs that are dropping albums now. T.I.'s almost 40. Like hey you said, he's been in the game 15 years, right? And to get a great body of work from T.I. at this time is amazing. Like, this is this is great. This is a great album. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, I'm, I'm on board with you guys. I expected a little bit something different. I don't know why. But I definitely enjoyed Dime Trap. Uh, at first, I'll, I'll say this. On the first listen, I don't know what I was doing. It just wasn't resonating with me. But I guess because I haven't listened to T.I.'s flow in such a long time, it it didn't hit me of all the shit that he was actually saying and all the stuff that he was talking about, all the subjects. And I was like, the the beats, the instruments and everything on here was great to me. Um, I definitely enjoy this project from T.I., especially at this stage in his career. Like, that's something that definitely shouldn't be glossed over. Like, and for T.I. to only be, he's, he's not 40, he's like, what, 38? Like, he's not even 40 yet. Like, that shows how young and how, you know, how young he's been. I mean, how young he is and how long he's been doing it. Because to think that he's not even 40 yet. Because we always question, like, what do we want from a 40-year-old rapper? Right. Well, he's 38 and he gave us, like, some very mature trap content. Which, <laughs> like, just, which is crazy, right? Mature trap. Like, ain't that crazy? Yeah. But it, it came across great. Yeah. And the reflectiveness on this album is what I wanted to see from the Carter Five. And it's funny because him and Lil Wayne are about the same age. This is what I thought we would get from Lil Wayne on the Carter yeah. Five. T.I. delivered it and delivered it amazingly. T.I.'s best album. Yeah, I, I'm just keep talking. saying it. I, I, I'm not with you there on this. I, I, <laughs> so, personally, for me, I, I mean, but I know I can. You know, I can. I can get where you're going with it because let's say if this was his last album, okay, great, great okay. swan song. Great, yeah, great swan song. So I appreciate that. Now, it wouldn't be we would be remiss. If we didn't talk about critiques, it can't be all praise. Who wants to jump in there first? I don't really know if I have any critiques, honestly. Like some of the features, eh, like the Young Thug feature, I could definitely do without. And I love Anderson Pac. Is that how you say it? Is it Pac or Pac? Like, I say Pac, but I don't know if that's right. It depends. Now, even though I am a huge fan of his, I don't really like his feature on his album. Um, I think the production on this album is stellar. I really wish Apple Music showed like the credits and like who actually produced the shit. Um, but I mean, besides like a few features that I don't really like, I don't really have any anything bad to say about it. To be honest, like I I really don't. Hey. 
yeah i mean some <laughs> of the features didn't fit but i agree like, I, I have again i'm gonna keep like uh, and when i say this is his best album i'm talking about from a uh, every how everything came together it's not my favorite ti album but i think that mm-hmm. musically it's the best and i really on three playthroughs i really haven't found many critiques on it at all yeah yeah it doesn't have like uh too many flaws here um one thing i will say i don't really care for the last track um the it it's it's kind of like reminiscent of what he was doing on paper trail a lot of apologizing and i'm okay you know like it just felt like that like on that on that last track that's just me personally i don't like the meek mill song okay interesting i I don't like it and i have to disagree with you johnny like i'm I actually, I'm not the biggest, like, I listen to Young Thug, so I'm not, a, like, a Young Thug fan by any means, but I prefer what he did on this song to him actually rapping, if that makes any sense. Because, like, he can do a hook, like, you know, that's okay. True. But you talking about rapping? Nah, bro, bro, don't do that. Nah. So, like, so, like that, that's where, you know, the only thing is, but, like, the other features? Oh, I can rock with all these. I don't even know who Watch the Duck is. Fam, that's <laughs> a, that's a... Drip. <laughs> Oh yeah, that the the beat on that song is so hard. Like that'd be hard. Watch the Duck is a band that he signed like back in like 2014, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know if I'm tripping, but I remember reading about them when they first came out. I think they went to AM. Oh wow. If I'm the Alabama AM that is. That's the school me and Ralph went to. Shout out to AM. It's homecoming. It's it's homecoming week too. So shout out to uh, Alabama AM. But I think they went to AM too, but they are from Montgomery, Alabama. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. This but, man had okay. David Banner produce a track on this album. Like, how long has it been since we heard David Banner produce a uh, David Banner produce track? That was the 12th track looking back. Like, I. I he 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 put together a great project, man. I, well, I, I see where we're going with this. album last year. <laughs> Uh, Guy Box. Guy Box. Yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to it. At I all. didn't listen to it. I, I, <laughs> I, don't have any, I don't have anything on it. <laughs> but I see, I see where we're going with this, fellas. Let's talk about our favorite track. What is our favorite track or tracks on this album? Well, for me, definitely Big Old Drip featuring Watch the Duck. Yeah. That that be hard, man. I'm sorry, that beat is hard. Yeah. Um, I really like the intro, like. Yeah. T.I. was like just talk. He was talking to us, like he was talking to everybody. Like, yeah. I'm full with the intro. Um, those two are my definite favorites. I mean, yeah, I'm just gonna have to go with those two. Laugh at them is cool too, but uh, Seasons and Big Old Drip, those are those are my two favorites. Okay. Hey, I can agree with Seasons. Um, but I'm gonna have to go against my brother Johnny here. At least I know I love that track. I love mm. it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. My my favorite song was actually the track with Jeezy, "More and More," and okay. I enjoyed the transition from "More and More" into the next track, which is "Pray for Me." Like you understand, like the piano played into the next. Oh my god! Like I, <laughs> like I enjoyed that transition. One of the better transitions outside of a Travis Travis uh, Scott <laughs> transition I've heard this year. But um, yeah. I think we all, you know, pretty much on boys, and we really love this Ti Dime Trap album. So let let me ask y'all this, right? Mm-hmm. And I know this album has only been out a week, mm-hmm. so maybe we can't really answer. But I'm gonna ask anyway. Um, out of all of the albums that you guys have listened to this year, mm-hmm. is this like high on the list as as of replay value? Yes. 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 Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Because, yeah. I mean, there have been some really good and some great albums that come out this year, but very few of them, to me at least, have, as a as a whole album, as a complete album, have replay value. Like, I could go back and listen to a few songs from a lot of the albums, but albums as a whole, I can't really go back and listen to all of them, most of them, at least. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was just wondering. And he released a lot of these songs um, as singles. Like, I know you released Wraith. He released the weekend and released the song with uh, Meek Mill, all his singles, mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything for me when I listened to them individually. But as part of an album, okay, I can see what you know. I can see what you were doing because, like, remember we were talking about like, T, I got an album coming, and Johnny. I think we talked about this. You didn't know that he had singles out. I was like, well, he got singles out, but I they didn't really didn't stick. Know. 
but they didn't stick to me. So I was like, well, I'm not going to make a big fuss about this. They're okay. <laughs> but when you listen to the album going through, it makes a lot of sense. So, yep. hey, salute to T.I. for giving us a dope album, man. Like, well, we, man, we appreciate this- great music around here, man. But I, I wonder if this is going to be a, a continuing trend of seasoned artists uh, putting out good albums. Like, I don't, I don't want to go back to Jay Z, but you know, he put out four forty four. Even though I didn't enjoy it as much as everybody else did, I still, you know, I can still appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. Freeway put out an album this year that was pretty dope. Now I still ain't listen. I still haven't listened to Silk the Shocker, but I was about to say but you said you said you better respect Silk album, man. But you said it was decent, so you know Silk and now Ti. Like I, I like Eminem. to see these Eminem, Eminem, Eminem. I like to see these older MCs or these older hip hop artists put out these albums because it seems as if <sighs> hip hop is only like what forty five years old. All these other genres of music are way older than that, and a lot of the artists from these other genres continue to put out music, like these older artists, like Ringo Starr from the Beatles and shit. Like all these people continue to put out albums, and people support them. It's time. I feel like that's happening in hip hop now, and I really like. I really appreciate that. I hope it. I hope that's a continuing trend. You know, so I just had to get that out. Oh, no, we got plenty of time, brother. But now let's get into our first uh, commercial break. And then on the other side of that, we got a few songs for you guys. We'll check back in with y'all in a minute. I'm Seth in the Sweats. I'm Easy in the Suits. And you are now listening to Sweats and Suits Podcast. Now catch us every Monday, this Monday, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Network, Spreaker, as well as UrbanMobileLife.com. Shout out to the moguls. Now give me two claps and a Rick Flip. To the Breaks Radio, that was Ti with ASAP, and I think that's uh, appropriate. We had to go back and get some of that old Ti, you know, energy real quick before we get into his career overall. Um, Ti's career in retrospect is, you know, it's very interesting because I think Ti gets overlooked in a lot of um, like all time discussions. Maybe because of him being from Atlanta, maybe because him and his content, maybe because of, I'm, I'm not sure. But that's what we're here to discuss. Like me personally, I put T.I. in my personal top 10. You know, we've been through the whole top 10, top 15, fellas. So, you know, that's something that we, you know, pretty much <laughs> blew up the Internet on. But like, I think T.I. is definitely in my top 10. And then like him dropping this album at this point in his career makes me feel, you know, compelled like you know, I feel OK with my choice in saying that he's a top 10 MC to me. But Fellas, let's just get into it. Who want to start first? Hey, you can take it. All right, I'll start. Um, T.I.'s career, I, I don't rank him in my personal top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can understand where you're getting from. But as far as, like, Southern rappers, if we go to rap- rappers that represent the South, he's definitely in the top five there. Oh, fast. And and anything less than that is uncivilized, if that's how we're going to say it. Um, yeah. And I think that with T.I.'s music, you can see growth now. Maybe not as big as growth with some artists, but he's definitely been able to mix up and change his content. But it's always still have felt like Ti. Besides whatever you like, which I I fucking hated that song. Um, <laughs> but 
I thoroughly enjoyed most of his body of work. Like if we if we were going through and talking about artists, if you had to do a playlist of every song from from their career, I would say I'd probably like 90 percent of T.I.'s body of work um for something and you know when you when you come in and you call yourself the king of the south and all this starting off you have to come with it and i think ti lived up to that for a period in time ti was that guy and and you know for him to be able to deliver body work like this this late into in his career i think it shouldn't go overlooked because it's very rare it's very rare look at what ll cool j was doing at 15 years in his career versus what ti is doing in 15 years in his career and, yeah. and LL is held up as one of the greats of all yeah. time. So Ti's Ti's career, I, I, it, it's way more <clears> positives <throat> than negatives over the course of Ti's career musically. He's taking some L's in his personal life, but musically, you can't deny it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's safe to say that Ti us- ushered in the trap era of music. Correct? At least, oh, he, he, at least, at least he coined the phrase. Well, he's the Godfather. Of yeah. the trap rap movement, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, so to be the godfather of a sh- a sub genre of hip hop that's still going on today, like you you have to put him like at, I would say at least in the top ten of southern rappers, but I would say he's probably in my personal top five in southern rappers as well. Um, album album after album with very few very few misses i mean what else can you really say about a man that continues to put out music and he he not only stuck to trap he did try to do some um i don't want to say revolution what am i what's the word i'm looking for um not political um he he was like a a activist activist activist. there you go Yeah, yeah he did um he did become, I guess, become an activist and put out music that reflects that as well. So you have to respect that as well, um, but still be able to go back to his trap roots and then deliver the album that he just put out in the Dom Trap. Like you, mm-hmm. you have to respect it. You have to respect it. Oh so yeah. Ti's overall career has been music career has been great. Yeah, I think for the the ten albums that he's dropped, maybe three of them was like eh, like you know, like you know, like kind of eh. And two of them were kind of like later in the career. Like I think the two before Dime Trap. That's why I was kind of like on the fence about listening to this because those two projects weren't that good. I think one of them was Paperwork. Like I think you know Johnny, you referred to the uh, the the Us or Else projects. I think those weren't technically studio albums, or he didn't count them as you know studio albums. But they did come out for retail, so don't you know don't get it twisted. But I don't think it's like an album, quote unquote. But I mean, you have to respect somebody that has this level of consistency. Was one of the hottest rappers in the in 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 hip hop period for a matter of years. Like uh, Hayes said, he did come out calling himself the king of the south, which could be very controversial. Like Scarface never existed. So you know, for him to come out and still deliver album after album after album, I think it can't be overlooked. And then, I mean. T.I. is the, you know, one of the, uh, I'll say, before they started saying keep the same energy, he was like the definition of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he he's not scared of going to jail, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Like, you know, let's get into the personal stuff, right? Like, this is one man that, I mean, I he's had his career derailed by two jail stints, but yet has come back, right? Each yeah. time. And then he's had he's he's made apologetic albums about you know like he he's he's been very remorseful and tried to show growth in those areas like when he went to jail he came back with an old album damn near apologized about going to jail you know the things that he learned and then when his friend died that's where Paper Trail came and he you know he's talking about that throughout the themes of the album <clears throat> so you have to respect that and then let's get into beefs oh. Oof. <laughs> T.I. is not scared of anybody on the wax or in real life, but <laughs> like real life. So like he had to he had to beef with Ludacris, somebody that was uh, uh, with him in the forefront of ushering in a new era of Atlanta MCs. They had their spat. I mean, I don't you know, arguably, you know, everybody says Ludacris won, you know, because Listen. of the verse on stuff. 
Yeah. He, he recorded it after T. It's easy to win it when you do that. When you hear the the verse, but nonetheless, man. Nah, it, had he had he had he recorded it before though, it still would have been it still would have been hard. So, but, but it wouldn't have been the same verse. The verse was harder than Ti's verse, absolutely. But he was able to come with that heat because he heard Ti's verse. Like it was it was a complete <laughs> rebuttal. Like it was. Yeah. It was <laughs> but. Let, let's talk about how he got little flip out the paint. Little, little flip was all the way the out the paint. <laughs> all the, the way. Next guy out of, the next guy out of Houston, and then all of a sudden his career is derailed by a beef with Ti. And Ti really like he pulled up in Houston to Clover, Clover, wherever the fuck little flip was from. Oh my god! And this, like, and the thing is, like, he re- you had you had an Atlanta cat come into Houston, question if Little Foot was really from Houston, and had people in Houston wondering, "Well, are you really from Houston?" Like the dude, like <laughs> man, that was amazing, man. And, and, amazing. and we have to talk about Shardy Low. Rest in peace, Shardy Low. But they did have their their time where they went back and forth because Ti was the mainstream guy of Atlanta, and he ranked Bankhead, and that was the beef. Like, oh, you're not really from Bankhead, so. T.I. pulls up to Bowen Homes where Charlie Law claimed he was from, put up a lawn chair and recorded a video. <laughs> Talk about the level of disrespect. Man. He said, I'm out. He shot a whole video of this man's quote unquote projects. But yet we all we all talk about about 50 Cent being with the shits. People forget nah, how see, much T.I. was really I, with the shits. Oh, and I'm glad you brought up 50 because T.I. was about to fight his boy. Floyd Mayweather and yes. that water burger. Like, <laughs> well, the, okay. <laughs> if this is not a testament to how real T.I. is, he's about to fight Floyd Mayweather, whose hand, yeah. like, he's a professional boxer. His hands have to be registered, like, legally and shit, right? Yeah. Being a boxer. And, and he was going to swirl with him? They're, and they're about the same size. So it's like, I mean, Floyd might be bigger than T.I. <laughs> so, I'm sure, I'm sure he <laughs> So it's like... T.I. is not scared of a professional boxer. <laughs> You're not scared of anybody. Yeah, I respect this. Man, that's and, crazy. And then we, we forget the, the mini beef between T.I. and Lil Wayne. Like, this, the, the, he gave no fucks. Like, he really didn't. He really didn't. <laughs> so, it's funny. And then, like, you know, just thinking about T.I. star power, because when you have star power, you're able to usher in, you know, your own boys if you want to. So, you have Grand Hustle. You have uh, Pimp Squad Click, who was able to garner some type of mainstream success with Young Joe. Like, Young Joe being the, the main person that you can talk about. I think that's, you know, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to bring my own boys, too. Right. Y'all, y'all fuck with me. Y'all fuck with me. You don't, you don't. So, hey. Oh. Now let me ask y'all this: Did y'all ever try to wear y'all hat like Ti used to? No, my head's too big for that shit. Man. <laughs> my head's entirely too big for that shit. Too early. Like, I already got. So I already got to get. I already got to get a seven and three quarters. Like I can't. I can't I'm, wear my hat I'm, like that. Eight's too big. A little bit too big. But damn near. <laughs> I did wear. I, I did used to wear rubber bands on my wrist though. Like just the regular rubber band joints that you get in the pack. Like yeah. the hundred pack, yeah. we all did that shit. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did. But that was—I mean—that was a great uh, career discussion on uh, Ti. Uh, people, let us know what you think about Ti and his overall career. But you know, we have to get into this other new music. There were other new music releases on Friday. Uh, you have Dave East and Styles P with Beloved. You have Mozzie with Gangland Landlord. Dom Kennedy with uh, Volume Two. Is there anything you guys got on any of those projects? Dave East and Styles P is what needs to happen more in hip hop. When you have an elder statesman in hip hop with the new cat in hip hop and they actually make a cohesive album. Like I have some critiques with Beloved. I, I'm not, not saying it's the perfect album or anything like that. But I think when you look at it as a you have these two MCs that are from completely different eras of hip hop. They were able to make a project like this, man. I, I I definitely want to talk about that one and mention it because I think that that's just special in our genre. And, and Johnny kind of talked about it earlier. Hip hop is not that old. And in other genres of music, you have the passing of the torch with singers, country like they 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 do that. We don't really get that too much in hip hop. So when we do, I definitely think it needs to be applauded and mentioned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I enjoyed this this project with Davies and Styles B. Um I, I put it in the, the category. You remember the, the Freddie versus Jason project that Fab and Jada did? 
this yeah. is kind of what, what, like the music that it puts me in, the mind frame that it puts me in. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm not saying it's, you know, the greatest thing I've heard, but I definitely enjoy like, ooh, it's a few songs like I can I fuck with, like you know what I'm saying. But uh, I'll be honest, some of them's like, you know, it's kind of forgettable. Like I think they, you know, they rap, and that's no disrespect to them and their craft, but just you know, from a listening standpoint, that's me personally. Uh, Johnny, you got anything on this? Man, this album was hard. What what the hell are y'all talking about? This like it's it sounds like y'all just it sounds like you guys just think it's okay. Like you yeah. may you may or may not revisit it. I, like this may be man, I ain't gonna say top ten. I'll say maybe top fifteen. <laughs> top fifteen. I, would, I would, we would mute your mic. You said top 10. <laughs> <Not> top <laughs> 10. but maybe top top 15 album of 2018 like i i love this album and am i tripping or do they almost sound better than styles and jada together oh they absolutely do like that that was like that's crazy to me like the fact that like like y'all said two different two mcs from two different eras in hip-hop coming together to make this type of album this is amazing it's like this is dope this is a dope album and the production on here are too. I, I don't know who produced some. I don't know who produced any of this shit, but the production on this album is amazing. I just want to know when Dave he's gonna come out with like a like a full length project that gets like acclaimed because it seems like I don't know. He's finding the lane he's in. I'm guessing. Like, I, and the thing is, is that mainstream. He maybe he just knows that he's not the mainstream type artist. Um, yeah. And if he and if he recognizes that more power to him, but he's probably getting is probably as much money because he is releasing these, and I don't know if they're independent or not. But he's getting his bread. Like, don't get me wrong, he's getting oh, no, his no, money. I'm not, I, yeah, um, I'm not, not saying that. But yeah. So I mean, maybe it's just that 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 he realizes he doesn't. And when you look at like like him doing uh this album with Styles P, even some of his features. He's he makes music with his contemporaries, like people who kind of lived in that same not huge main, crossover mainstream successes. So maybe he just realizes his his, uh, his lane. But as far as like like I, I I like this album, I just don't love it. But that doesn't mean it's bad bad at all. I just I'm just I don't love this album. I think we could we can get better from Davies. I'm still personally, as much as I like Davies, I'm still waiting on that one Dave East mixtape, whatever. That I'm just like this is it. <laughs> and I don't. I feel like I have those songs, but I don't feel like there's a full project like that from Davies. Exactly, exactly. That's how I feel when it comes to Davies. I love, I love him as a rapper, but it's like two or three songs, like a few songs I can take from every project. But it's not that full project that I'm just like, yes. I can agree with that, but this beloved shit is hard. Right? And he's boring live. Have y'all ever like boring? <laughs> I haven't. Hell. I have not seen him live, but I have seen clips of his shows and it's all women not saying that's an issue but i mean i mean hey. we all know why most of the women are there yeah so listen davies live i'm telling you like if you need to go get a soda or take a, a piss break he said it's the, the time <laughs> he to said is it. where it's time to do it. where you need to step out because you just don't feel like being around a bunch of people like let the women have that it's not for us fam it's not oh, for damn. us <laughs> You know what? I'm glad you mentioned boring because you know who's boring? Dom Kennedy. I'm sorry. I and this is the thing. I and that that was a good segue. That's why I took it. Uh, <laughs> Dom Kennedy is is from a West Coast MC. Now, I'm not saying Dom Kennedy can't rap. It's just you know how somebody makes good background music, elevated music. Yeah, and that's what this is. Volume two. It, it sounds really good, but I'm not taking away nothing from it. Like, yeah, Dom Kennedy has a decent flow. He's very, he's kind of laid back in his flow, so it's very, you know, mellow when you hear it. But oh my god, like it's not bad. It's just like waiting on something. I haven't, Listen. I haven't heard it, but maybe it's because it's the fall. Like a lot of West Coast artists, their mute to me, their music is only good in the summer. Like. It has to be a certain temperature outside in order for me to enjoy that shit. Like I'm not, I'm not bullshit. Fail. Well, hey, 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 Johnny did not finish victory lap until May. He said, he said, he said he needed the sun to be out. I was when like, the, okay, fail. When, when he hit seventy degrees outside, that album sounded way different to me 
When he, he when hit, I first listened to it, when he, when he texted me later, oh, like in uh, months later, he was like, "Yeah, this album is fire, man." Get See, like, I told you this shit back in February. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, dude, bro, dude, you are so weird when it comes to music, but I respect <laughs> it. Like it's so it's funny because like listening to like if somebody would have just said that, like if you just walking down the street and somebody said that. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? But because I know you, it's like I get where you coming from. Like, and I, I'm not like I'm dead serious. Like I probably won't listen to Nipsey again until the spring. <laughs> but it's dedication. I like this song with Kendrick on. I like yeah, this song. that song's dope. Um, as far as this Dom Kennedy, listen, I feel like Johnny with Astro World. I think I got like two and a half, maybe three checks in. I'm like, you know what? I can't do it. This this is literally the first album since we started the breaks radio where we're reviewing albums that i have just been like you know, i i don't i don't love this po- this radio show this much like i i don't love it enough to finish this album i can't do it my, my time is very valuable that's that's how he feels <laughs> but let's let's go on to another west coast mc mozzie who's uh dropped game land landlord now i'll start i'll kick it off with this one I actually think this is okay. I put this in the same breath as like a YG because I think him and YG have collaborated. So that's the type of vibes that you get from this. Uh, I think he's a uh, uh, Northern Cali. I don't think he's Southern Cali. So it's a little bit different. Like you hear like a not Bay Area beat. Well, not like the hyphy beats, but you hear like some Bay influence, maybe some Detroit style rapping because a lot of Detroit Bay Area rappers sound alike if you ask me. T Grizzly can be from the Bay if you ask me too, but that's another story. But um, there's a remake of Thug's Mansion by Tupac on here with y- I mean YG and uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I Ty Dolla Sign can't do no wrong, no wrong. So um, this album is okay. I think it's okay. Like it's it's just you know this is what you go get from this. Just look at the look at the album cover and the title of the album. You kind of know what you're gonna get. Interesting. The production on this album <clears throat> goes hard like oh, fast fast but i say it <sighs> say it mozzie's voice i just i i can't get with man <laughs> like i don't know like it, it's it maybe that's what it is like because if i'm listening to or like reading his lyrics they're not bad they're not great they're not bad though but it's yeah. just like like dope production but with Mozzie on it, it's just like nah, fam. I, it's not for me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, g- give these give these beats to Johnny Boy. Fire out. <laughs> don't word up. Now let me ask y'all this, right? Is well, let me ask you this, Hayes. Is his voice better or worse than Big Sean? Oh, oh, better. Oh, oh okay. Um, but you asked <laughs> Hayes. I'm about to say way better. <laughs> well, I know Ralph. You don't have an issue with his voice, but oh, nah, I, do. I don't. Me and I Hayes don't. do. <laughs> oh god big sean key sweat take them both man just take them both. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what on that people that is a good time for our commercial break because y'all gonna get us kicked off there all the fashion <laughs> let's get to our next commercial break we got some music and then we'll check back in with y'all later yo what up man it's the geek set podcast the only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together i'm your boy deuces this is Liv. This is your boy Bacardi. And make sure y'all check us out every other Tuesday on the UrbanMogulLife.com or any other podcast platform. Let's go. Shit, tired of getting shot at. Tired of getting chased by the police and arrested. Niggas need a spot where we can kick it. A spot where we belong that's just for us. Niggas ain't got to get all dressed up and be Hollywood. You know what I mean? Where do niggas go when we die? Ain't no heaven for a thug, nigga. That's why we go to Thug Mansion. That's the only place where thugs get in free, and you gotta be a G <laughs> at Thug Mansion. A place to spend my quiet nights. Time to unwind. So much pressure in this life of mine. I cried times I once contemplated suicide and would have tried, but when I held that knife, all I could see was my mama's eyes. No one knows my struggle. They only see the trouble. Not knowing it's hard to carry on when no one loves you. Picture me inside the misery of poverty. No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I survived. Praying hard for better days, promise to hold on. Me and my dogs ain't have a choice but to roll on. 
We found a finally spot to kick it Where we could drink liquor and know a bickers over trick shit A spot where we could smoke in peace And even though we G's, we still visualize places That we could roll in peace And in my mind's eye, I see this place The players going past, I got a spot for us all So we can ball at Thugs Thank you for turning back into uh, the Brace Radio. That was Tupac with Thugs Mansion featuring Anthony Hamilton. It's funny that I wanted to use a Tupac song for this, uh, but, you know, we got to talk about it. Marion Shook Knight, founder of the historic Death Row Records, was sentenced to 28 years in prison for the murder of Terry Carter for a hit and run back in January 2015. Do we have any thoughts about Shook Knight going to prison? I mean, <clears throat> he he killed somebody. You do the do the crime, you gotta do the time. I mean, like you you mur- you murdered somebody with a vehicle. You got you gotta go, man. Hayes, yeah. I mean, hey, you 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 kill someone. I mean, I basically exactly what Johnny said. You do the crime, you gotta do the time. And I hate to be as cutthroat as that, but you know, I I didn't give a damn about Bill Cosby going. You think I care about Shig Knight going to prison? <laughs> no, fam, you need that. Like you deserve that. Go. And plus, on top of all the shit that he's done in the past, that a lot of people probably still don't know. Like we know about some stuff, but I'm sure it's a lot of extra shit that he did that nobody really knows about. So, yeah, nobody shows any t- sympathy for Sugar Knight. Nobody, nobody should. Exactly. Outside exactly. of his immediate family, that should be that should be about it. Uh, he has done a lot to. Uh, wrong in hip-hop like i think he's responsible for three deaths rather be uh indirect or direct as possible uh easy tupac and biggie like we can go down the list like and it's probably a few other ass whoopings you know ass whoopings and stuff that's been undocumented like johnny said like it's just you know a lot that this man has done and he is once was known as the boogie man of hip-hop and oh how the mighty have fallen man but hey it just goes to show you like Shit catch it it may not be immediate, it may not even be in ten years, but the shit gonna catch up with you no matter well, no matter what it is you do, you know? Well he was out here catching a lot of L's before this last this last capital when they sent him to jail. So this, he was out here getting knocked out in the club in Compton. It's like stuff like that. And you know, I don't know, I don't have no I I don't know. Like it was just on the docket, you know. I really don't have any sympathy for him. But you know, uh, in other news, you have uh, Suge Knight Jr. Uh, well, it's not Jr. because uh, his Suge is not a Jr. But however, the son, he is uh, out here claiming that Tupac is alive and living in Malaysia. How long have we heard this? But somehow this has resurfaced and a lot of people are going crazy due to a lot of Photoshop pictures. I might add that have been uh, uploaded on IG. Um, but the only reason that this, you know, adding fuel to the fire because there's a posthumous albums from Tupac in the pipeline. So let me ask two questions. Um, do we think Tupac is alive and are we really excited for more Tupac music in the year of our Lord 2018? Um, Hold on, before you answer, Johnny, remember you said you wanted to hear season rappers at, uh rap, so I just wanted to throw that out there before you answer. Okay. I wanna I wanna hear <laughs> I wanna hear a live, a live season rappers. Um okay. <laughs> no, I do not believe Tupac is alive. Okay. Um now I do believe there is supposed to be a video of Tupac in Malaysia. Now I did see a clip, um I mean, but it was really blurry, so you can't really tell. No, I do not believe that's Tupac. I do not believe it. He had a beard. He was bald. Like it. it mm, no, I don't believe Tupac is alive. And um, I'm not really sure I want to hear any new music from Tupac. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be new to us, but I'm sure this shit was recorded mm-hmm. decades ago. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm good. Y'all keep that. Hey, keep, put in a vault or something. <laughs> hey, 
Tupac is not alive. Like every dark skinned black person with thick eyebrows is not Tupac people. Let's just like it, it's not Tupac. Um, this this is can we stop this Tupac is alive stuff? Can we just please like for the culture? Let, let's go ahead and end this man. The, the man is not alive. The man is dead. He's gone. Unfortunately, he was taken away from us too early, but he's gone. Get over it. Like at this point, the whole Tupac's alive thing, the fact that every time a random video pops up, people get all excited about this again. It's 2000 and goddamn 18. Do you really think if Tupac was alive, it would be a grainy video that and it, like come on, man. The man is not alive. As far as am I excited about the music? No, because every posthumous Tupac album has got progressively worse. Matter of fact, the last good posthumous Tupac album I think was Better Days. Everything since then has been trash. Fast. Fast. Like, why are people so fascinated that Tupac made, like, why why do, why is that story still a thing? Like, why why do people keep that going? Well, uh, you know, there's only so many things that become bigger than the genre that just become, you know, just a legend. Um, he's a martyr. Like, it's, it's so many things you can say about Tupac Shakur. Like his name, like his face, <laughs> like you know, it's just you see it and you know who it is. Yeah. There's only so many people in music that can do that. He's just one of them. That's and the legend always grows. And when you die way too young, you know what that does. Not to yeah. say Tupac wasn't ever great, you know, but he 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 died way too young. He was what, like twenty five, twenty six, I think, yeah, 20. 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Way too young, man. Mm-hmm. Way too young. Uh, it it would be great, you know. It would have been great had he not died. But you know, let the man rest in peace, man. He Tupac is not alive. Tupac is not alive. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and that, and that, that's all. I mean, I think that it it it's it's something like white people had uh, Elvis for a while. Like they still yeah. thought Elvis was somewhere alive. Like they yeah. thought that wholeheartedly. Um, and for hip hop, we got Tupac, but the man is not, he's dead. Like people, like Johnny said, let him rest in peace. Let's, let's like remember him for the great music that he did make when he was alive. And then some of the, some of the, like some of the, again, like Ralph said, some of the music that's come out since he died, it, it, the verses are good. The way he rapped is good, but they're so eerie because like he rapped about his death so often that when we hear something after he died of about him rapping about his death, it's more powerful, but Let's let's enjoy the music for what it is, man. But let's stop these rumors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only person that could do. We can do while he was alive, music and posthumous. Like it, it's weird, like because he has a posthumous discography. Like it's until the uh, until the end of time is like one of my favorite Tupac songs, and he wasn't alive, quote unquote, when that came out. I love that. Fuck. And they had the video of him recording the verse, like, dude. <laughs> Eerie man. Yes. Oh, maybe maybe that resurfaced resurfaced because it's like October and shit, Halloween. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to make it make sense, man. It's it's not working. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know, man. But hey, let's let's get into our our next song break, (laughs) and we'll see you guys on the other side of that. As you can hear, that was Dipset with the Dipset anthem. Hey. It's a reason why. It's a method to all the madness on this uh, on this uh, episode. Dipset reunion album has been announced. Jim Jones announced it on stage during the Dipset uh, set at the A3C Festival in Atlanta. He said that the album Diplomatic Ties is coming on Thanksgiving, giving Yandy a little competition, I see. Yandy ain't coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, fellas, are we excited to get a new Dipset anthem? I mean, Dipset anthem, um, album, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Like, first of all, like, I'm a huge Jim Jones fan. I haven't always been the biggest Cameron fan, but it's something about when the diplomats come together um, to me that it always was special musically. So color me crazy. Say I'm trapped back in 2006, but I am thoroughly excited for this album. Thoroughly. I can't wait to when the track listing gets announced, when we see the production, all that. I'm there for all that. I'm excited for this album. 
Yeah, Jen. Now, I actually, I think I actually have the track list right here. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not, I'm not excited about it, but I am interested to hear it. Um, looking, looking at the track list, which I'm assuming this is the track list for it. It says the Diplomats Untitled Reunion Pro- Project Partial Track List or Partial Track List. It's nine on here. Um, it has an intro. Has, it's uh, Live Forever, Sauce Boss. On God, Big Deal, Oh Lord, Celebrating Life, By Any Means, Sets Back. That's the partial, the partial um, track list so far. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really that excited. Not gonna lie to you. Have you, have you followed Jim Jones, like the whole vamp, everything he's done, like, in the, cause he's put out some really good projects that really have gone unnoticed since the whole breakup. Um, so have you, have you followed that at all? I haven't. Okay. And maybe, maybe that's why I'm not excited. Shit, Jim Jones solo albums ain't bad. Like that's what people <laughs> fuck with. Like for real. But uh, me asking myself this question, hell fucking yeah, I'm excited. Cam, Freaky, Jim, Jewels, I need Hell Rail, Jr. Right, I need all them niggas. Everybody need <laughs> to rap. Like I am excited for a Dipset reunion anthem. I mean album. I keep saying anthem. Album. I want this now. When the real, I guess when the real track list come out, if there's like, if there's no Dipset Anthem like remix or part two or some shit, nah, like, nah, we, we don't need that. Don't do you don't that. Don't think so? Don't do that. Nope. I hate, uh, I hate, I hate sequels. I hate remakes. Don't do it. Uh, just, we need, just we need to do something on that. Energy, like, like, because nah, most hip hop sequel albums, songs, or whatever, are trash. That. Yeah, we don't do that before <laughs> end of the year. Okay, because I want yeah, I want to explore. Always, that. always say sequels to trash. Don't ever do that. I want to explore that. But yeah, since we riding this uh, nostalgia wave, let's go on, go into our next topic on the docket. How high two has been announced? <laughs> I, I don't know why this movie has been announced. First of all, the original High High came out in let's say two thousand and one. It is two thousand and eighteen. That's well. That's when it's been announced. So it probably won't come out to spring. It's coming out in spring twenty nineteen, and it's going to be a straight to uh, TV release. It's going to be on MTV two. Uh, so it's a non theatrical release. Uh, and then there's no Red Man and Method Man. Now, if you're going to make a sequel, I think that they should have something to do with it. And now it's going to star DC Young Fly, which I'm naturally not opposed to being in the movie, and Little Yachty. So first of all, are we excited for a How High two? And then, are we excited the fact that Lil Yachty is in here? Can Lil Yachty be the first one to die in the movie? Can he be like the ghost that gets like ground <laughs> up in the weed? Can can we get that going? I'm not excited for this at all. I'm sorry. Um, and I, I, Johnny, you getting retired? No, I just kind of jumped in. I'm gonna shut the hell up in a minute. But I am not excited for this movie at all. First of all, if anybody's gone back and watched the original High High, it's aged like shit. It's not that good of a movie. It has its laughs, but it's really not that good. And so you're already making a sequel to crap, and you're taking out the two biggest attractions, the the only two people in the movie that we really care about? Nah, fam, I'm good. (laughs) I'm I'm definitely not excited for this. I'm not. Now, will I watch it? Yes. Yes, I will watch it. Um, I'm definitely not a... I'm not a <clears throat> a Lil Yachty music fan. Um, I don't. I've never seen him act, so I don't. I have no clue his acting chops. I don't know. We might be surprised. He might be the breakout star in this movie. We don't know. Hey man, fuck all that. How <laughs> I didn't know Lil Yachty's music slapped like that for him to get a fucking movie role. Like in oh, a, sure. in a, like I'm just saying. Like now, I didn't know he, he had that much star, star power. Is he yes. supposed to be like the? Oh shit. Yes. This ain't no cameo, but they listed him as being one of the stars. So, okay, let me ask y'all this. Who who would you all want to see star opposite DC Youngfly? Like, who would Wiz you Khalifa. be? Why is that not even a thing? Like, why why is it not Wiz Khalifa? Yeah. I, I That's like know. the perfect casting. Why why would it not be him? I, I don't know. Wiz, Wiz is kind of old these days. I don't know. He already did this stoner movie with, with uh, Snoop, so. True. And? <laughs> I mean, I mean, does that, like negate him from doing this one oh well i guess it's not well the the movie he did with snoop wasn't a theatrical release either either was it okay well i mean like wiz really does look older like they don't look like i guess the idea is for them to look at least the same age Uh, yeah that that that's my idea if i'm casting like yeah we can say wiz because he smoke all the time but i don't know if that would really work if you're talking about like them being in college or whatever the premise of this movie is going to be right I, I I got a whole thing. We, why does it have to be two dudes? 
like Young and May, put her in this role. Bro, I love. Hey, why not? That's, that's not that, a bad idea. That is not a bad idea. And she does have a big. I think she has a way bigger personality than Yachty. Oh, facts. So that would. Hey, I'm not against it. Oh, the Brace Radio need them chicks if y'all cast her. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we need them royalties, please. <laughs> Big facts. That's a good. That's a great idea. Yeah. Let's write MTV two and say that shit. <laughs> yeah, they started shooting it. Uh, I don't think so. But hey, who knows when they start shooting? But hey, any other thoughts on this before we uh, get into our next break, fellas? Nah, Stop man, making probably- sequels of movies. If it's more than eight years since since the original, stop making sequels. Eight, shit. unless it's, unless it's, three or four. Unless it's last Friday, I still want that. <laughs> I feel it's way too long. Like I feel like that should be super trash now. Well, the rumor was that they wanted they could have got DC Young Fly to play a younger version of Smokey and um, uh, Cube's son uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. to play himself. You know, to play Craig. I thought that'd have been dope. Like a remake? See, I'm not for the remakes, man. No, not no, not a remake. That was the rumor for them to be in Last Friday. Like everybody, like they'll be parents. Smokey and Craig will be parents. Oh. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not against that. I'm not. I'm actually not against that. I'm not at all. Like, there's something about that 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 just intrigued me. I'm not against that at all. But who knows, man? It's it's probably it's too much. It's too much to get it done because I know Chris Tucker and you know John Witherspoon is definitely getting of age too. So who knows how that'll work? Right. But hey, let's get into our next break. We got another song break. Then you'll catch us on the other side of that. Yeah. Turn the track up in my headphones still. It's that soul, man. That shit you can feel. Yeah. Now let the drums drop. Didn't I tell you we was gonna make it to the top, nigga? Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I tell you this was a new birth of the rock, nigga? Didn't I? Didn't I? Say I didn't send you that money when you needed it, cause you're my nigga. Didn't I? Didn't I? Say I didn't. Didn't I take off the morning just to ride with you? Yeah. This feel like a rebirth, another day on this green earth I couldn't ask for much more, man, shit could be worse A fresh pair of jeans, a nice clean shirt I'm on my island in the sun, shout out to Weezer Who can you count on these days in 2017? Little nigga, big city, bigger dreams I cop the house out in the hills just to switch scenes And now they back home saying I could fix That was Vic Mensa with Say I Didn't But we have to talk about this Vic Mensa, definition of keeping the same energy <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, because we haven't seen this yet, but there's been a lot of blowback from uh, Vic Mensa dissing uh, XX Tentacion at the BET Awards during the Cypher, which aired, you know, airs during the show. And this is just, you know, it was taping, so we the public hasn't been able to see this. But Triple uh, X's mom was in attendance for, you know, I believe they did a tribute for him that night. So Vic Mensa, you know, pretty much stated that there's no way that we should glorify uh, women abusers in hip hop. And that's what he said in his apology video, which he apologized to the mom, but he never apologized for what he said. So, fellas, do we have any thoughts on this? Uh, I look at it like this, right? We know the media, we know people in the media, they blow a lot of shit out of proportion. Now, the, the, the cypher hasn't aired yet. So... Besides the people that were in the cipher, the people that were recording in the DJ, those are only people that know what was actually said. I feel like until we actually hear what he said, we can't really say he dissed Triple X. Like, cause we don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he mentioned him and and mentioned the domestic violence, but do we? We don't actually know if he actually dissed him. Now, granted, his okay, his mother was in the audience. He did apologize for that. Cool. Vic Mensa didn't know his mother was going to be in the audience, but. He doesn't take back what he said. So, I mean, we, we just don't know. We Like, we don't know yet. Everybody always want to speculate shit. Let's just wait and watch and see what happens. Then we can talk talk about it. That's how I feel about it. I kind of agree. I think that um, the fact of, like, his little video he came out with after the fact, um, I, I felt everything he said there. Like, the fact if he wants to talk about the abuse of women in hip-hop, I'm all for that. Um, and it, we'll see what type of diss it is. I think people throw around the word diss too lightly now. Um, he may yeah. have been commenting on what XXX had been through. If that's the case, 
I have no issue with it. Now, he did apologize to his mother because she was in the audience. He even said he wasn't expecting her to be in the audience mourning her son, which I respect that you as a man, you you recognize him. But he didn't back down off what he said in his in his in his rap. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I love all as as a man who says controversial things from time to time. I, I respect everything he said in this video. Yeah, uh, you have to you have to respect the fact that like I keep saying, keep the same energy, but he didn't double down on anything. He 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 meant what he said. He just wanted to assure that he didn't mean any disrespect to the mom because you don't you don't want to you know it's it's hard because you know Triple X isn't around anymore, and I guess that's the big shock value of it. But mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that have been you know kind of defending the actions of him. You know, like we we you know we opened up our show after Triple H died, and you know we talked about these things, and we just kept it there. But certain people have like, oh well, you know, it, it's like almost defending him and his you know behavior, and I think that's where people have gotten lost. But you know, I'm not here to judge. That's that's not, and I don't think either either anybody here is doing that. But it's just if Vic felt a certain way and he wanted to voice his opinion and that's what hip-hop is built off of voicing your opinion hey there you go i'm not against you know you know i'm i'm not against what he did that's all yeah and again we can't we can't speculate or talk about what he said because we actually don't know what he said yet like yeah when those ciphers air we'll see them and then we can come back here and discuss exactly if it's something that was out of line oh we'll discuss it oh. if it's something that's you know you can kind of you know well it's not that bad you know we can probably get into that we'll get into that too right so do we know when the hip-hop awards air i'm assuming uh, sometime in october that's uh, when they next, you- next week actually i want to say it's on uh the 15th oh damn all right well i catch you when i get back from vacation well just just watch the, just watch the cyphers oh much- that's that's all i plan to watch Oh, okay. YouTube. Don't they like they like re- release the ciphers like the day before now? At least last year they I know they released it like the day before. Well, I know they got some that's like digital only, and then once the actual hip hop awards air, then they'll release the rest of them. If I'm not mistaken, maybe they switched it. I don't know. So is this Vic Mensa moment? Is this going to be the Eminem one from last year, or we oh just? God. I hope not, cause no, uh, no. Nah, Eminem went to CNN. I don't see this going that far. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but fellas, Thanks. fellas, we have reached the end of our docket. Unless there's anything else you guys want to bring up, listen to reason. There you have it. Don't forget about that album, man. I'm gonna keep pushing that. Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stand on that sword until I die. Fam. All right. <clears throat> so I listened to that shit the the day after we talked about it last week. I've been playing that shit ever since corrupt on that album the bet that's the best song of 2018 i had that and logic young sinatra four song like neck and neck nah nah fam that corrupt song song of the year like i'm sorry that's all hard <laughs> that whole the whole album is hard but that corrupt song yeah that's that's fire that shit is fire so y'all go check that out man definitely yes. Oh yeah, salute to reason. You know, I hope he's uh, listening. You know, facts. <laughs> Let's. We want to holler at you, man. Come on, come on the show, reason. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if- <laughs> 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 fellas, let's uh give the people. Let's go and sign off. Give the people where they can find you, and if you got any closing thoughts, here's your moment. All right, this is Johnny. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter, J O N two underscores the letter B. Instagram is J B S underscore E S L underscore A A M U. Um, just enjoy your week, man. I hope y'all enjoy y'all week. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. And uh, yeah, I don't ha- I don't have much. I kind of left it all on the table there, man. Everyone be safe this weekend. Uh, falls coming. Apparently, it's still hot as hell here in Columbus, but uh, everyone just be prepared for the winter, man. And uh, for those out in Florida, I know that what is Hurricane Mike? Um, yeah, Hurricane a- Michael. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Be safe. Be prepared. And prayers out to you guys. Yeah. Dang, I, I hate to say what I was gonna say after that, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, you guys want to follow me? Uh, I'm the mind of Ralph on Instagram and Twitter. But um, what I what I gotta say? You know what? I'm gonna record a whole bunch of drops and a whole bunch of takes, and then in case of my untimely death, I will want you guys to release them. You know, just just merge them into whatever conversation you got, so I can be like Tupac. Is this 13 Tupac. reasons why? What are you doing? 
Tupac of podcasting. No, nothing. Okay, fuck y'all. All right, uh, follow the team. <laughs> follow if you guys want to follow the team. Uh, follow us at the Breaks Radio on Twitter. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you want to sponsor the Breaks Radio, email us thebreaksmedia at gmail dot com. That was another episode of the Breaks Radio. We out. Peace. Turn around and look, you see a barrel flame You fall against the wall while the hammer nail your frame Try to get up, then you stumble, you're sitting there in pain Thought you was a thug, all that got you was a slug Crowd goes wild cause they shot you in the club Killer comes closer, pop you in the mug Gravity and the Grim Reaper both drop you in your blood Wildin' on Instagram, showing your pack key Trippin' on Twitter, they split you to your black meat People love a role player, so you act street Till you in your homie car dying in the backseat Living on the edge, now them killers on your head Soon as you get it twisted, they put a million on your dreads ER's too far, now you a corpse in a car Before you left, you heard death And this is what he said You only die once, my nigga